I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a full-length movie. Hey, Carl. Hey, Mike. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. Let's watch with Mike Spiegelman. And Carl. Not Michael. No, yeah, not uh, Mike, not Spiegelman. This is Carl, not Spiegelman. I found a version of the song without uh, your speech. That's, that's good, that's good. That's speech is getting a little old. <laughs> never, never. That's Everyone loves it. See, you can still hear it. Uh, well, anyway, uh, let's start our, our show. Uh, welcome to Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Carl, great to hear from you in New Jersey. Got, happy to be here out in San Francisco, but not really. Yeah, here in San Francisco, it's great to have you here, kind of. And uh, we are, of course, always broadcasting live at mutinyradio.fm on the internet at 2 o'clock San Francisco time and 5 o'clock Jersey time. That'd be a good name for a whiskey, San Francisco. A whiskey, San Francisco, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, <clears throat> let's see if that catches on. We could get funding. <laughs> We're going to go to YouTube and we're going to uh, watch a full-length movie and we want you to watch the movie and listen to the podcast both at the same time. And uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes at L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T and you can uh, follow us on Twitter with that address and you can go to Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube on Facebook and you can finally go to Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on youtube.blogspot.com which will be updated shortly which will have the movies and the podcast ready to watch and listen at the same time Carl what's the movie today? Today the movie is called I, comma, The Jury 1953 and of course that's a take on you know we the jury find such and such and uh, the, it isn't a joke but the thing here is I the jury because Mike Hammer our hero is going to be judge, jury, and executioner all on his own. All right. Well, sounds good. I, I can't wait for him to kick ass. Uh, we're, we're, uh, who's hosting it? What channel is hosting this on YouTube? Okay. Well, unfortunately, I had to reboot my computer. So why don't you be the lead here and okay. Google uh, and YouTube, uh, you know, search for it. Well, I do have the first version. There is an official version for some money that has an extra 20 minutes. But you know what? I think it's just 127. So I'm going to go ahead and go to the doctor. Uh, but doctor is spelled D-O-C-T-O-U-R-E. The doctor. It's English spelling. <laughs> it's not. What are you going? Oh, you know, speaking of which, Carl, I'll, I have some jokes up front. You know, uh, movie titles are different in, in different countries. For example. Oh, really? Yeah, no, this movie, when it was released internationally, in Canada, it was called Eh, The Jury. <laughs> eh. 
And then in Israel, it was called Oi the Jury. Oi. That's more uh, Yiddish than, that's more Poland. Than, that's more Polish? Oh, all right. I'm sorry. Than Israel. And then in Mexico, I, 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 the jury. What? That's out to see. All right. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Well, let me bury that joke. I wanted to get that joke up front so people will listen to Perfect. the full two hours of our show. Uh, this movie is, uh, according to this, uh, uh, one and a half hour. Okay. The Germans say, Ich. Yeah, the journey. All right. Uh, what are, what are the countries? Um, nope. Ani. Ani. The Israelis say Ani. And uh, the French say Je. What else? Uh, oh, yeah. I got to think of more. Well, we have a whole show to... Let's start the movie. And uh, uh, if anyone want to hit, hit us up on our Twitter account with a suggestion while we start it, go ahead. But uh, I, don't, I probably won't look at it. <laughs> All right, so I went to the link. I hit pause immediately. I have the film is already buffered up. And the moment I hit play, um, it will go. Uh, it will start. Hang on a second. Now, I'm going to lag behind you, but that's okay. I've seen this film, and I know what you'll see first. Because I can even predict it might be a one-armed man who crawls across the floor. Shot! All right, so that sounds good. I know that I already paused. It says Christmas, and there's a picture of New York, which I assume is the, the city. Now, listen. Uh, this is important. It's a Christmas card, right? Yeah. And so that's what you're going to see throughout this thing. You're not going to see establishing shots of the building. You're going to see a Christmas card. Greetings from downtown. You know? well, that's perfect. It saves a lot of money. Yeah, I didn't realize my camera was such a cheapskate. We have Dakota here. Dakota, why don't you start our countdown off, and when Dakota says go, we'll go. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Oh, it is. Wow. Thank you. Definitely. All right, so we start off uh, with a postcard inside a postcard in New York and City. And Christmas Carol. Who? Someone is creepily turning a door to someone who I don't really know who is yet. Oh, he's reading a Tijuana Bible, and jerking it under the table. Jet handsome. No. Yeah, that's part of the plot. So notice the picture. Uh oh! But there's a gun and it's wrapped in a towel. It's a what? You just got out of the shower, gun? Oh, he shot him. <laughs> It's the, it's the Godfather gun, remember? Yeah, right. Yeah, the, the Al- Godfather 2? Right. Remember when we recorded that episode? I, the jury. <laughs> I, jury. Biff Elliott as my camera. Introducing. Biff Elliott? Yep, Biff Elliott. And other names are Preston Foster. That's kind of weird, the size twin. Preston Foster. That's Yeah, that's his name. But the guy's name wasn't really Biff Elliott. He was born Leon Shelek. Carl, what, can you explain the reason? Do you know the reason why the credits are coming right at you? Like they're starting in the middle and they just pop right out of the screen? Probably because it's 3D. 3D movie, guys. So uh, hopefully you're wearing your glasses <laughs> for the 3D effect. And the guy is like aiming towards the camera. I'm going to swat you, camera. People are really scared. Ready for the screen and directed in 3D by Harry Exit. He's reaching for his gun. It took him the whole opening credits to get to his chair. Oh, it's a rolling chair, fucker. <laughs> Did you notice his arm? He had one arm? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. You didn't notice that? I saw it coming right at me. That's thanks to 3D. Now, this was the only film noir film ever filmed in 3D. Because it's a little dumb. What do you need 3D for? And, you know, a detective flick. Right. 
Well, you want to see the uh, hubcap, the the fins of the car, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know, the... So my camera walks in, and there's cops. Found an arm. Oh, I see. He found the guy's uh, fake arm. Yep. Now that guy took a bullet that was meant for Hammer. That's why he loved this man. In World War Two, you know. Well, do you think Hammer is, is he changed his name when he got to uh, like it was Hammer scene? Well, yeah. When he got drafted, he turned into screwed. <laughs> First time I ever got screwed. Nailed. Do you think that's what his wife said okay, on his so wedding night? It's the cop talking to him. Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, so the detective is saying, "Hey, Hammer, don't take this. In, it matters into your own hands. You know, there is the law." And Hammer's like, Because Hammer's a tough guy. Yeah. Hammer's like super id, right? I mean, he's our ego or one of those fucking things. That's well, I'm here. Well, Paul's also here. You, and ego is what you present. I know how you feel, Jennings. What's happening, Carl? Hey, what's going on? I miss your countdowns. I love what we're getting, but I miss your countdowns. Well, we got we threw in some extra Paul for you. So, uh, so you have the satisfaction that Paul. We can start the movie over again. <laughs> no, this is your personal request here. That's right. <laughs> you know, uh, Paul, Paul on his previous show, Carl, has uh, uh, Patrick uh, Carlin, the uh, older brother of George Carlin. And, uh, and as a courtesy, Paul will say, what's the movie? And I mentioned I, the jury. And he went fucking, he would loved it. He's like, Mike Hammer, Mike fucking Hammer. Very nice. Yeah. What minute are you at? Oh, uh, my life? Uh, it's about 10 minutes before death. Uh, 4.12 seconds. He's looking for the tourist club. 4 minutes, 12 seconds? I'm at 4.20. Oh, that's ironic. Is it? It's 422. Well, hey, you know, Paul, go ahead, tell, tell the story you were telling me while, while my camera searches the room. Oh, you mean as far as what happened to me this weekend? I was actually, what, hanging out at well, Goldview Park? Yeah, so there was a, an event, I don't know if you heard about this, on Friday, April 20th, called 420. And this time it was kind of official. They had sponsors and they had some kind of security. And wow. they also had an official stage. And on behalf of Comedy Day... Uh, our friend from the Edge of Insanity, the show before us, Paul Brumbaugh, comedian Paul Brumbaugh, right here, got on stage. He did a bit, but he heard that uh, some of the pot was laced. Yeah, some of it was laced with, what was it now, fentanyl, I believe it was. Yeah. And so people were actually, they dispatched like the paramedics like six different times. A couple people refused service, but a couple people were like unresponsive when they got there. So they had to like, like get them awake and aware like they were almost next to death well it's like a heroin kind of thing right it's usually i think it's the kind of stuff that they put you under with right well you know 420 is the day of fentanyl so if you're at the fentanyl festival (laughs) at the park it might be laced with marijuana and they're not uh 422 fentanyl so what's happening he's uh sitting bedside of a lone dame who's uh saying you got to help me mike mikey well, okay, this lone dame is uh, the person who was going to marry the fiancé of our one-armed man. Yeah. And she's like a singer, cry. and she's glamorous, but she's not going to play heavily into the film. And he's saying, you know, like, 
I don't know. They're just commiserating. The poor man is dead. They both loved him. He's trying to get information. Tell me what you remember. There was a party, you see, and everyone went to the party, and that's what he's learning right now. All right. Would you tell me when you get to six minutes? I'm at 620 right now. Damn it. Damn it. Do you want me to pause? I'll pause. No, no, no. I'll pause at 630, okay? Uh, okay, yes. Pause at 630. Thank you. All right, I pause Thank at 630. You, you tell okay, me when to hit play at 630, okay. and our audience okay. can follow through. Audience, we're going to 630. Okay. <laughs> Wait, is Paul there? Yeah, Paul is there. Paul can count it down, but not yet. Okay. We need you to count down, Paul. So, yeah, I see why you did this. God damn it. See how sharp, sharp I am? All right, 20. You were like, Paul didn't do the countdown. I'm going to stop the film. 25. What do you, you do uh, three, two, one, don't you? Okay, let's see. All right. Whatever, the countdown. Okay, Paul, would you please count to three, and we will start this film. You got that, Paul? Or three, two, one, or whatever it is you'd like. Oh, I'm doing the countdown? Yeah. Okay. All right. We're doing it in three, two, <laughs> one, go. Bam! All right. He got into a cab. It's a yellow cab, but the film's black and white, so it looks black. Right now, it's 636, 637, 8, 9. Perfect. All right. Look, we they put the camera overhead. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Now, the guy who did this cinematography is a famous guy, well-known guy. Who is he? Francis Ford Coppola? That is incorrect. No. <laughs> Wait, let me guess another one. Uh, okay. Patty Jenkins, director of Wonder Woman? Um, uh, the jury. Jenkins. <laughs> Patty Jenkins was kidnapped by the Palestinian Liberation Army. Oh, right. Yes, Patty Hearst. So tell, so who, who directed this? John Al. Oh, who directed? The, the director is named Harry Essex, but the cinematographer, because we were admiring it, yes, that was yes. John Alton, and he had won an Oscar the previous year. It was a work in color. It was called, you know, it was an American in Paris, which you probably heard of, never seen, at least I haven't. But he did a lot of film noir, and he did Witness to a Murder, which is a, which was a famous one. But anyway... He had to hide, do shots to hide the film's low budget. You had guessed it when you said, you never see an exterior shot. You see a plaque that says, doctor's office. You never see the building. Right. Well, they've been shooting in the same hallway. Uh, well, he's doing a great job because you can see the shadows of the uh, the laced window behind him and stuff like that on his jacket. And remember, things are in 3D, so we're right. not considering, like, the guy's newspaper is the thing that they're doing right now. They only have two. They used two cameras that were synchronized to shoot from different, as right. if they were eyes. The green you know. camera and the blue and the red camera. No, I don't. It was a black and white process. Well, it oh, was a double system. No, no, but the actual 3D in 1953 was a black and white movie with color over it. Yes, that that is true. That was for like the monster films and the. Yeah, but um, th this one was in that this, process. It, right. This one was called, um, okay, well, I have it written, Double System. Uses polarized filters and requires two projectors in interlock synchronization. <clears throat> it's a black and white 3D process called Oh, the here we Dunning. are. We're changing uh, locations. We're now in the season's greetings right. postcard. Yes, and now we're out at a house in the suburbs. It's a long way where, from Bronx. Uh, 
All right, so, so the polarization process, the, the cameramans would not talk to each other because they were so polarized? Right, that's right. I mean, it, usually you would want to get, like, brothers. That would be the <laughs> best scenario. For the Sometimes best. the worst because they're the most polarizing. <laughs> Absolutely. So, like, there was this, like, black lesbian teamed up with, like, a muscle builder Trump supporter dude. Oh, my God, the treaty was absolutely fabulous. So polarizing. So polarizing. So, All right, sorry. So did they... So if I went into the movie theater in 1951, I would, uh, 53, I would, well, I would have to wait two years, but in 1953, I would get, what kind of uh, glasses does it experience the full 3D, or is it not, no glasses? No, it was glasses. I don't remember what. I don't know. I, the internet didn't uh, tell me, I guess. I learned all about this process in which they shot it, but not how the viewer... Yeah. I well, bet you it was cardboard, right, with right. squares. And it says Mickey Spillane's 3D glasses. <laughs> you know how you could tell it was Mickey Spillane's glasses because it had his name on it. It said Mickey Spillane's. Yeah, it was bragging. He was a real asshole at work because you'd open up the fridge and there'd be a sandwich and you'd see a note on it and it says mm-hmm. Mickey Spillane's lunch. Yeah. Do not touch. Do you remember Mickey Spillane doing button light commercials? Doing which one? He, but Mickey Splane was a famous. He wrote these novels that his movies are based on, and he became a celebrity himself, like a pop culture uh, regular. Yeah. And in yeah. the '80s, he was part of the Bud Light Taste Great Less Filling campaign. And uh-huh. He showed up basically as a heightened version of himself, but he played himself. And he did you know beer. he actually did play um, uh, Mike Hammer in 1960s movie? He was Mike Hammer. We should watch it. That's a great idea. What's it called? Um, I'll just look it up. Um, created by author Mickey Splane, 1947 book called I, the Jury. This oh. is the first book, and it is the first time he's ever on movies. So so there was a version before this one? Um, no. There was a book about this. Yeah. And that was the first book that was ever written with Mike Hammer. Gotcha. And now there's this movie was the first movie of Mike Hammer, and it's the same He's switching story. postcards. He's now in Central Park West postcard. Yeah, he's on the move. He's going to everybody who was at the party. Right now, he's going to a shrink. He's going to a... Do- okay, he went to the guy who uh, was like the money man. He like dealt with wrestlers. And the truth is, we'll find out he has a secret criminal, blah, blah, blah. And now he's going to the psychiatrist that the guy used and he's going to bully his way, you know, see, it's Mike Hammer, he's a tough guy. He's going to bully his way in with the old ma- mayor, the old maid, saying, you can't come in here, young man. <laughs> he just walks right in. Well, you know what he does is people are like, sir, you're inside. Please take off your fucking jacket. No way. Oh, I'm so intimidated. He won't take his jacket off. So there was um, Mike's, Mike Spillane worked at a, a, a factory with a bunch of Hispanics. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and... He put on his lunch splain, you know, and then he goes in and he finds this woman, uh, Mariotta. She's like a fat woman with a ponytail, black hair. She was eating all the food. And he goes, how, how dare you? Eat? I said splain on it, right on it. And she goes, let me explain you something, splain. <laughs> let me explain. Splain. Oh, damn it. I should have gone the route of yeah. I Love Lucy. Uh, let me explain you something, Lucy. It's a two-hour show. You can start over. <laughs> Boy, do I suck. Now, 
The person we are seeing now is the shrink. Can you believe it? She is the psychiatrist, right? She's not a starlet. No, this Look at is her office. Dressed for in a gown for the night. Yeah. She's at the house. Well, one of the reasons, Carl, I wanted to do Mickey Spillane this one is because basically all his movies are gimmicks. I mean, this first movie was a 3D movie. Then you have one where he plays, the author plays Mickey Spillane. And then you have uh, Lady in the Lake, I think it was called. But it's- Yeah, well, Lady in the Lake, I don't know that movie, but I know that the Christmas cards, the internet claims that was Lady in the Lake's idea, and oh. he stole it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Well, there, he did. there was another Mickey Spillane movie where... Uh, it was all like first person view of of my camera. So the audience uh-huh. himself was my camera. And there was a guy who walked around and he would talk and the camera would nod his head while people talked to him. And the idea was all right. all first person. And even the movie Hardcore Henry, which came out recently, which was first person, had a poster of it on it. And I believe it was Lady Lake. So that was a gimmick. Mm. So, well, this guy, Harry Essex, was... Oh, well, I mean, it's, it's you're saying all movies which were my camera. had some L- L- B-level. <laughs> right. right? Have, you, have you ever yeah. seen Kiss Me Deadly? No, this is the first time I've ever seen Kiss Me Deadly is really good, camera. but the credits itself had this kind of Repo Man gimmick of uh, going the wrong way. Like I said, going, you know how credits like roll up? These yeah. credits would roll down, so you'll see the words, Kiss Me, and they'll roll down, and then above it it'll say, Deadly. And they'll roll down and it'll say starring. So if you readjust, you'll see, like, you know, Deadly Kiss Me. <laughs> so that was a gimmick, too. That movie is yeah. Really cool. Yeah, that's the reason why I wanted to watch this. So he's he's going over to the Shrink's house and they're already drinking. Right. And she, like, just went to drink and then didn't drink. She might have spiked it. Isn't it so crazy she, about the the farinol or the fuck that's called on marijuana? <laughs> Listen, isn't farinol the stuff that Prince died from? That oh. um, that Michael Jackson died from? That well, Tom no. Petty died from? Michael Jackson died from a uh, medical drug that you usually get when you get a colonoscopy, where it passes you out. You need a nurse to administrate it, and he was able to get that. Mm-hmm. And his lawyer at the time, or whoever was in the room, uh, fucked up. I think it was his medical assistant or whatever. But yeah, that that stuff. He called it mother's milk. <laughs> he called it milk. Really? He called it milk. He didn't call it mother's milk. I I added that part. <laughs> Leche. Leche. I was in the room, Carl, when he did it, administrated it. Really? Allegedly, I I was in there. It so, is alleged. So he's going to the shrink just because he yeah, sees at the party. Yeah, Charlotte Manning. <clears throat> no, uh, Charlotte Manning is the shrink of the guy who died. Oh. Okay? Yeah. And he found out about her when he went to see the businessman guy who's really going to be in the racket. Now somebody's watching him. Oh, it's the same cop. It's oh, the yeah. friend cop who's giving him a hint. Cops hate private detectives. They're all like, get a real job. Stop taking my job. <laughs> well, that's true. But in the movies, cops always loved private detectives because they're always former cops. Why'd you quit, Mickey? It got to me, you know? Some former cops are still fucking copping, right? I mean, he's still doing a cop's job. Yes, he is. 
if it's getting paid. She'd be a mercenary. If you're an ex-cop and you listen to the show, you should check out my mercenary site, campsite. Uh, I'm hiring mercenaries, ex-cops. <laughs> I like how casual he is. He's just hanging out in his car smoking a cigar. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, it's Roland. And I don't know. See, the 3D is guy outside the car right now. And right. I bet you it's... Okay, there was some showing of this at the Egyptian Theater in Los Angeles. We just went to the Fifth Avenue postcard. I'm sorry. It was in Los Angeles, yes. Um, there was a, a showing of this in Los Angeles. And um, <clears throat> you got to see the 3D. It was pretty... It was 2011 or 12 or something like that. Oh, very cool. 2011 it. it And that's where I got a lot of material because they interviewed Biff, um, Biff Elliott and... I don't know. There were impressions, and so all these uh, noir shadows on the wall were in three D. I mean, I I don't really know. I'm just making assumptions. I don't know about the shadows. Biff has a great range of acting, Carl. He goes from eyes look to the left side of the room, (laughs) (laughs) and then the right side of the room. (laughs) Yeah, he's got the whole thing covered. He's a private private eye. Private eye. Yeah, his eyes are uh, definitely working that overtime. He He's, plays with words. He plays with love. Oh, he found a and picture of uh, worst Photoshop job ever. By the way, to get these pictures taken. <laughs> well, hmm, they were friends. They were friends. Mm. They hung out together. Hitler enters Vienna. Mm. I have a sandwich board with today's news on it. Newsy. <laughs> hey there, I'm a newsy. But it could be the morning, it could be the evening edition. That's how much they sold. Right. Well, because they didn't have your phone. You got to check uh, Newsy. Someone comes in and he's got a gun on my camera, but check it out, Mike. Check out what Hammer does. Hammer time. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Boom, there it is. Hammer time. <laughs> Look at him smacking him. Look. But he just fucking—he didn't even go for the gun. He just grabbed the guy with the lapels and fucking threw him against the hotel. I'm all about the face. Oh, he's done his. My job here is done. (laughs) MC Hammer played at uh, Hardly Strictly Bluegrass Uh in San Francisco in Golden Gate Park, and uh, he says it's great to be here, Oakland. And some guy walking down the street in the park was like, "It's San Francisco." (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, now these are twins. Oh, the Smith twins. Uh, Hi, I'm Dame A, not Dame B. Okay, it's, uh, it's, I'm not sure what you said, but it's S-E-I-T-Z. How do you say it? Uh, S-T-I. S-E-I. S-E-I, Sci. T-Z. T-Z, Sites. Sites. I have such quite sites. These are the identical twins, Canny and Dran Sites. So are they real twins, or does Heat Hammer know they're yeah. twins? The thing is, I think they're real twins, but I never, I don't remember seeing them together. I saw them in photos together. I thought I was going to learn that it was really the same person. They're listed in the credits, as, oddly enough, as T-H-E, the, the, then Smith, uh, Sites uh, twins or whatever. Now, what she does this whole thing is a sexually tantalizing thing the whole time. She's like, I'm turned on by you. You can have your present now if you want it. It's not even Christmas, lady, even despite what the cards say. Time to 
Now, she was at the party, and he wants to know, did Jay say anything to you that indicated he was going to get his ass shot? I was dreadfully embarrassed. I went to high-five him. (laughs) So all you have to do as a private eye is go to everyone's house, and they're, like, seducing you with chips. Yeah. And I'd come on to you. Hello. Hello. Early, early. Would you care for a crudite? With cucumber dill dip. If they are really identical twins, why are they not together if that's their whole right. thing? Right? How come they're chewing big red? What? They should be chewing oh, double yeah, mint. Is that a double mint? Yeah. <laughs> We're the only guys twins. that joke. That, that's not acceptable. <laughs> that's ancient, isn't it? Well, all you got to do is just ask your phone service. I mean, come on. It's not like... Yeah. Right, listen, if I make a rice-a-roni joke, is San Francisco going to know what I'm talking about? Yeah, because it's still on the cable cars. It, it is? Most really? of the time. Okay, so that'll work. But either that or it says, ride it, take an Uber instead. <laughs> Uber advertises on the cable cars. It's like, you fucking idiot, take an Uber. <laughs> well, all right, so when, when people hear twins, what do they think? Olsen twins? Even that's Oh, you mean in old. today's world? Yeah. Yeah, Olsen twins, that works. Well, come on, I need more uh, twins. Oh, uh, twin the, blades for the shaving. What? Oh, uh, the Facebook twins, the Wonder whatever kids, the ones that sued. Look, he's, give, she's giving him an implied reach around. See that? Look, she's look at my three D viewfinder. Look, three D, three D. The photos are in three D. That's right, a hundred percent correct. And so, they're just gimmicking it. He's a, she's like, look at these photos inside this novelty three D viewfinder. Right. Exactly. Oh boy. I have another one for you. There's slides. You remember how GAF came along? It was ingenious. Just do it in a circle, you dummy. Look at, look at, he, she doesn't even know him. And Hammer's like, hey, lady, <laughs> quit trying to kid my pants. So these are slides inside, like, kind of a, it's like, why, why is it an Eiffel Tower? Oh, that's just a default photo. Thanks, lady. You just gave me a headache. I would hate to sit through a 3D process like this for an entire film. Now, what's going to happen here is something very directed, well-directed. He's going to be like, goodbye, and she's going to be like, I'm not getting laid. And then he's going to be like, jerk yourself off. You'll see. <laughs> All right. She makes her move. She's kissing him. He's like, you're going to get some pussy. She's locking the right. door. Right. She, now watch. He unlocks the door. the boss. Like, I'm such a man. I don't have to screw anything that throws itself my way. Right. But. He says, you better masturbate. So he says, here, take this. Scratch. And scratch. And now watch what he leaves. She does. She masturbates with it. Feels it. You know, she's put it down. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that was rated X. That was. <laughs> In 1953. Oh, this whistling is a 3D. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this looks really looks like two fat guys on a street. Oh, <laughs> he got through a sandwich out of a right. Whoa, here's the fat guy treat. <laughs> you can really see how fat these character actors are thanks to the 3D process. That's like now, the worst. Now here we have the gal Friday again, and he's with Bobo. And Bobo's like, kind of like a B, B character, you know, that we meet at the beginning of Act 2. 
You might have seen him before. Let me just see if this is right, the right guy. Hold on. Is he Ubu? No, Bobo. Bobo. I, no, it's not Bobo. It's not. It's like some drunk who saw him the night of the party on the street. Yeah. Gathering more evidence. I think I saw this guy on the bus right over here. <laughs> okay, there is this guy named Bobo that you'll meet. And, like, I know him from Star Trek. Oh, yeah. But, That's like yeah, everything, though. Right. It all, it's like six degrees of separation. Right. Well, yeah, but I think once you're in, you're all or nothing when it comes to Star Trek. I don't think people oh, are look, like, I really enjoy the latest incarnation on the latest medium to see it. I think they're people. <laughs> you got to like them all. Um, watch how Hammer gets tough. See? What a jerk. He's hey. taking the ball away. The guy's trying to play billiards in the 50s. Come on, you. These Back things off. exist, oh, these billiard yards. And then he's like you asking the, the newspaper guy, is he blind? To make up for his blind. eyes. All of a sudden he became deaf to my questions. Was ready to swap jokes and lend me money, but he couldn't say whether Kalecki was a name or a disease. That's my camera. That's well, my camera. Like he's going around head. town asking about some clue, and everyone's like, I don't know! <laughs> I think it's about um, the, you know, it. As you know, the first guy we met, he's top of a crime syndicate thing. You see, it was supposed to be dealing drugs. That's what it was in the book. But the ratings, what is it, MPAA, Motion Picture Association of America ratings people, right. they were like, no, 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 make it a drug heist, okay? And don't make it that Hammer kills. I won't ruin it, but they changed the way Hammer kills a, a so, big guy at the end, okay? Okay, this is Bobo. Do you recognize his face? Let me see. Yeah, um, he was on 100 sitcoms. Look, I got me a library book and a card. Good for you. They built me a house. See, it says Bobo on it. I am the dummy. Oh, no, this isn't my card. This is, says Mickey Spillane's library card. This is someone <laughs> else's. Let me explain it to you. You know how you can tell it's Neil Simon's library card? Because they'll say on the card, Neil Simon's library card. Oh, of course, it has got his name on it. Yeah. Hey, look, it says ham and eggs. How much? 75 cents. Whoa. Wow, that's that's a quarter cheaper. Wow, that's, that is a quarter cheaper than today. Yeah. Now he's at the Spanish American bar. Don't bring up the war. Yep. Ben Wells, Spanish American bar. Just between you and me. Okay, so I think this is a dancer. There's a dance hall or something. Is it like a, a dance hall where you punch a card and you dance with a dame? No, it's like lessons, instructions. There's something about, I guess it's him. He's the father. Um, he Okay, we're going to find out that his daughter like knew the guy who got killed and she's her she's changed her name and run away i don't know i forget he let's just listen, wants a beer listen. he did he was he really gonna talk to this guy or he just wanted a beer he, it's for the plot yeah he wants <laughs> <laughs> let's listen let's listen all right help i remember a very frightened manuel coming to me for help i didn't do anything for you know that then what about collect so remember the Does whole town the was being quiet what I hear. He's going to a guy who's always right 
should have gone there first. Make the movie shorter. We hear that you're He just punched that guy in the face. About a criminal enterprise. Okay, 3D brawl. Throw him at the camera. Camera's not going to take that. Oh, no. That guy got the best of hammer. He's going to hang him to death. Whack with the hammer. <laughs> oh, they got the better of hammer. Ouch, 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 ouch. Ironically, they nailed him. They nailed Hammer? <laughs> you don't, in Soviet Russia, nail Hammer's you. <laughs> so there was, a, there was Mike Hammer on TV. Like, I'm surprised you never, there was one during the 50s and then during the 80s, it had some notoriety because it was the Mike Hammer was Stacey Keach. From the Cheech and right. Chong movies? Yeah. American mm-hmm. History X? And uh, in the 80s... I, I mean, I only know that from Googling, you know, looking up this film, I saw his face. Okay. But did you Google the, what happened to him? No. He got busted he, in the airport because he had cocaine in an aerosol can. Uh-huh. Or something of the sort. Uh, but so this, I think the show had to take a hit and it became like... It's one of those detective shows that had a bunch of series and then TV movies ad nauseum. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's camera time. No, I uh, guess I just, I don't know. I was asleep at the wheel for my camera. I missed him. Huh. But thank you, Mike. This is the thing, it's the kind of thing you do all the time. It's a service. You provide a service as a friend. Well, you get to see my camera. Yeah, yeah. You want to see my prick. hammer? Got it right here. Oh yeah. Hey Carl, Hello. do you do you like do you know like my camera? Do you like my camera? You should say that out loud. Do you like my hammer? Oh oh my god! You, you ever do that to Mike Hunt? Hunt? Yeah, Mike. Has anybody seen Mike Hunt? I, I also there's Mike Hawk. <laughs> I got teased, you know, because my name is Mike, like Mike Hammer, and uh, people, the kids would say Michael, Michael Motorcycle, turn the key and watch him pee. <laughs> it's the most common, one of the most common names in America. And I was just like, oh, they got me. I would me. pee my pants every time. That always got me. Yeah. I would pee my pants. Listen, when you're by me, do not turn my key. Yeah. Yeah. It'll just tinkle. <laughs> we'll just pee, according to legend. So now, she's, yeah. This, this is the shrink. But you see, she's in on nightgown all the time. Like she's going to the ball. Same nightgown. I, it's not a night. I shouldn't say nightgown. Like you go to sleep. It's a gown, an evening dress. You know. Oh well, it here we go. Doesn't make any sense. He's holding on to the he, gown right somehow now. Somehow they're like boyfriend and girlfriend, but they're not. Yeah. There's just like a sexual attraction that he's not rejecting. He likes her because she's smart. Maybe because they're both super drunk right now. <laughs> My camera. Are you talking ru- uh, grunt, uh, gruffly? No, I'm Look just slurring my words. Say it again. Are you talking gruffly? I'm slurring my words. Say it again. <laughs> my camera. Are you talking gruffly? No, I'm just slurring my words. They're pretend kissing. Look at that. <gasps> they just did pretend kissing. Carl, I know that this movie was directed by the same guy who directed Robot Monster. No. I... Don't. Okay. No. 
from what I have, yes. I only really see credits from him as a writer. Oh, all right. Uh, it, it was called It Came From Outer Space. That was his big, big Oh, you shit. know what? You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I'm thinking of next week's movie. Which, which, 1953. Uh, yeah, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. <clears throat> he also did Creature from the Black Lagoon. He wrote that. Nice. It There's was a, nothing else of note. He he was in the he that TV show The Untouchables. He wrote twice, and he wrote one. I dream of Genie. Huh, that's, that's the one where Genie punches uh, Major Neely. Yeah. Yeah. Face his nose. <laughs> Bam. It was dark. Genie. That was a dark one. At the end, she she uh, twinkles her nose, and Healy says, "Oh, hey, you could do that. I can't do that anymore." <laughs> Of something behind the door with the scary, shady 3D lighting. You can't fool them. my camera. There's probably some 3D thing in that, right? Yeah. You can't fool my camera. He's got a note. Uh, yeah, Pat is the one, the, the p- police detective. So there's a cop outside of the... The guy who got shot, that's his apartment. He broke in through the window, okay? Okay. Check it out. And... What we're seeing outside is the cop who stands guard, okay? Then he read a note from the police detective who was like, it's about time you got here, or you're late, or something. Like, he knew he would do it. So he finds a clue in there. It's, it's some, like, picture in a book. It's, I don't know, they're associated, I don't know. <laughs> I did see it, but... This is kind of a scary, noirish street to walk down by yourself, especially in 3D. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so 3D, I'm sure, right? Yeah, the shadow's in 3D. It's coming at you, the shadow against the wall, 3D noir. This pal, he's going to punch him. This is nothing, by the way. It's just some dummy. He thought he was being followed. Get out of here. I love how they keep the camera high up above a, a rooftop and then just have them walk by it down the alley. Entrance. Oh. See how the Christmas cards have kind of gone away? Yeah. See, the Christmas cards were really interesting and the Christmas carols too because it interjects like a happy, positive thing, you know, like where a murder is. Where well, he's hitting a guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. As New York Sunday. City, so the weather should be accurate for Christmas. This is a gal Friday. Um, he walks down an abandoned alleyway, and she happens to still be in this office just hanging out. Like, is he the only right. person on this block? Well, the, the thing is, she heard some news and knew he'd need her. So he ran down. Where? It's not she was um, in... It's, in 1951 is when this person got famous enough to be in movies. She was in The Thing from Another World, the science fiction classic. I say classic, people know it. So she was in that with, uh, as uh, the not the lead, but the, the girlfriend of the lead, the supporting actress. Okay, and that's really times. all. She just stopped doing... Oh, the Christmas cards came back. Yeah. It was Death uh, the gr- halls with blood and murder. My this Christmas, deck the halls with blood and murder. <laughs> Carl My Christmas. Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the one who has the daughter. 
So Judge Dredd ripped off I the Jury, right? I am the law. Yeah, I guess so. I the Jury, I am the law. I could see it. I'm Judge, Jury, and Executioner. Now, in a movie, we were supposed to have met all our B characters already just after the turn of Act 2. But for some reason in this film, we keep meeting people. All the way through it, we're meeting people. It's, but it's, it's so weird. Because is that how he's going to rip? How he's going to uh, know the murderer is to talk to all these people throughout the whole movie. Yeah. And each person has one more detail. Yeah, but he also. Yeah. No, you're right. That's it. That is how it goes. There's also interjuxed with that is he makes action moves. And usually they lead to something. I'm not telling you nothing. You're telling him. (laughs) (laughs) And we get one step closer that there's behind the man's death was a criminal enterprise that has to do with jewelry smuggling. Not drugs. Oh, I see. But not drugs. They're smuggling jewelry. Because there's so much jewelry on the market. You know how much uh, the volume of jewelry is sold on the streets? It's almost like heroin. <laughs> That's why they well, need these smugglers every day. That's so funny. There's not the same volume. I, okay, I want to mention a movie I saw at the Roxy uh, like 20 years ago. And I actually have the trilogy on DVD and I've yet to sit down and watch it. But it's a film called The Most Terrible Time in My Life. It's from 1993. It's a, uh, I think it's Japanese. Yeah. And it's about uh, Mike Hama. Uh, M-A-M-A or Mike Hammer. it's a private detective Uh working in uh, Yokohama and it's kind of like a take on Mike Hammer and there's three movies and it's it's black and white it's pretty cool and it has some cool twists to it you just read about it thus far? no I I saw it years ago and then there was these weird like uh, used DVD uh, shops called CEX it was like a pawn shop that sold electronics and they mm-hmm. had DVDs, and I found the trilogy. Because at the end, it reveals it's a trilogy. It's one of those crazy films that announces two more films. And then uh, uh, I found it, but I just never sat down and watched it. But I just wanted to give a shout-out to that film. It's based on my camera. You should watch the trilogy. I should. I should sit down and watch it. But Let's a- watch a full-length Trilogy. Trilogy. Oh, we should. That's what I want to do with the Godfather. At Mike's living room. Come on, guys. Hang out in my living room and we'll watch uh, some long uh, film. That could work. That would be good. (laughs) So he's talking to another person. He keeps walking into houses. He goes from postcard to postcard. Well, this is the daughter of the veterinarian we just saw. And she doesn't know him, you know. And he's saying... He says her real name, like he thinks they want to go in there and learn, you know, dance moves, the marumba. And then he drops her real name on her. Now they're having like, I don't know. He knew her. um, He, she knew him. I don't know. Well, let's listen for a second. Oh, all right. All right, hang on. Right now, I want to do some talk. What about? I saw your father today. My father? <laughs> My fathead? Did he send you here? I'm a volunteer, didn't I tell you? I'm always volunteering for dirty jobs. This uh, is how Biff talks? Uh, people around to see me. Why won't you leave me alone? He's always about himself, Hammer. 
Hey, I'm Mike Hammer. I like my job's dirty because I'm Mike Hammer. Yeah. That's the way I like it. Me, Mike Hammer style. One time I had to give my father a talk. One time. <laughs> One time. <laughs> once. My mother called me a red bastard once. <laughs> Johnny Dangerously, Joe Piscopo. Somebody called Charlotte. Charlotte Manning. Maybe she'd help me. He said. You know, by this point, the murderer is on a train going, like, cross country. <laughs> Good one. He's got the a fucked up a nose. Surprise. I don't want to tell you. Oh, the murder surprise is my camera. <laughs> I killed him. It's <laughs> suicide. The end. No refunds. It's 3D. I tried to cover my tracks, but I remembered everything. <laughs> if I did know I killed him, definitely I would have been caught. Would not have been caught. Not if it. I would have been cleared. No one would recognize me. It was Mickey Spillane. Did Mickey Splain, is, is he the murderer? That would be good. You wrote me dead! Hi, I was the heat of the moment. Taste uh, great. Will show that if you write a person dead, you kill them. He told me Bud Lights it was less filling, and I told him it tastes great, and that, it just escalated. <laughs> it got heated. It was the passion of the moment. Mickey Spillane had like this outsized personality. Like he had a certain, he dressed basically like my camera. That's weird. Well, it's just, you know, I don't know. It is a little Frank weird. Morrison Spillane, better known as Mickey, was an American crime novelist who wrote stories often featured his signature detective carrier character, my camera. More than 225 million copies of his books have sold internationally. Not bad died 2006 and December so no yeah. July but it's weird Mike some places on the internet also credited this guy named Collins it was uh, Max Allen Collins as a co-creator okay so Max Allen Collins born in 48 right, right. so he's I, a I baby this. when all this it can't be he, uh, he, did he... he he did Dick Tracy he wrote Dick Tracy right okay so this must be the Gol the Goliath Bone is the first novel by Max Allen Collins in two thousand six, two thousand two years after he died. It's the fourteenth entry into the Mike Hammer series by Mickey Splane. It was completed. That's it. He 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 finished the work and it was published in two thousand eight. So this guy died and he had leftover writings and the Dick Tracy writer turned it into a novel. Sure. Well, Ma Max Allen Collins is one of those prolific mystery writers who uh, was kind of distinguished by the time he, he took over uh, the Dick Tracy. And I, re I actually read those Dick Tracys that he's written. Uh -huh. And uh, they're good. They're really uh, gritty. So, yeah, he's in good company. And he can definitely mimic this. You know, he knows how to handle the style and stuff like that. Yeah. And deliver. He's got the resume for that job. I don't think he would ever say, let's make this movie in 3D. <laughs> nope. It's such gimmickry. There's always gimmicks when it comes to these movies. It's just funny. Then last week we played the uh, movie trailer to the 1982 version. Yeah. Which looked pretty good actually. Well, because my camera. Great old cars. 
He became like a TV, like he's more of a TV detective sometimes. So to see it on the big screen uh, yeah. is cool. Well, you know, I didn't Google Mike Hammer alone. You know, it was always in the context of I, the jury, or the context of Harry Essex, you know? Right. It sounds like I really didn't know for some... Okay, so these are. this is the music school. So somebody went there to shut up the sister, the daughter, right? Yeah. So they he, they just killed people on his way. So the cop is a little bit like, Mike, you stick your nose, you do detective work, and, and he's like, you're blaming me for their deaths? <laughs> nah, I can't say that. All right. Well, they're walking down a dingy SRO hotel. I love that hallway they're going down. It's a classy hotel. It's the dance place where the lady that was going to teach him dance. But so each, each are, room is a dance room? Yeah. These are the proprietors, Ricky Ricardo and Mrs. <laughs> Ricardo. And they're saying, he did it. He was the one. He went and visited them. And it's, the police detective's like, all right, shut up. He didn't do it. <laughs> You get out of here, you. Don't talk to any more reporters. So what we find out... Okay, here's the guy at the beginning who was the uh, uh, money guy. And we're going to find out he's the money behind the criminal racket in the end. He's sad that the daughter is dead. Yeah, you can tell because he's looking for down at his desk. And he's got his hanky with his yeah. big... Hulk hand. You know, you remember the thing? <laughs> so it reminds me of the thing from Fantastic Four. Yeah, it does. He's, he's grim, uh, Ben Grimm. He looks like yeah. when, you, when you put your baby in a three-piece suit and take photographs <laughs> yeah, for novelty right. cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, uh, he's like, it's Paint clobber arrow. time. Oh, that my camera, it's clobber time. <laughs> Look, at his shoulders. I know it's the uh, the jacket, but it's the thing's shoulders. <laughs> well, you know... And then you, look at the... You might think that suit is a joke, but it's broad comedy. <laughs> the shoulders on this broad comedy. Oh, it's so terrible. I'm an innocent. I I loved this woman who died. Stop <laughs> being a jerk to me, Hammer. I just want to go back to the Bronx, right? Is that am I doing Ben Grimm right? <laughs> yeah, right. Clancy Street. Bro. Clancy Street. I want to go back to Clancy gang. Street. So what's happening here is they're now exposing. He comes in and says in Spanish, so you killed her, right? And then this guy says back, see, sí, see. Sí. And he goes, this guy doesn't speak Spanish. <laughs> and he outs them. And they're like from New Jersey. Hey, nobody's going to take a lesson unless I Yeah, right. They could tell. Because they're like, did you kill the guy? And he's like, fucking see. Sí. <laughs> he's this- from New Jersey. The wife's from Bayonne. <laughs> <laughs> they met at Exchange Place in Jersey City, shopping at that mall there for school supplies. I like it the way you dance. Hey, that's a great fake accent. That's a good one, yeah. I don't think anyone... Uh... Well, you gotta talk... You gotta do an accent like this, right. like... Yes, sir. Rough Close them up. I'll get right on it. Go on. I'll get right on it. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'm going to walk down the hallway now. Hallway walking. Right. Some tight hallways. You know what? A guy of my uh, stature would not be able to fit through those 1950s hallways. hate to say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
You know, I wouldn't say my shoulders are big, but when it comes to my suit, it's pretty broad. Oh, wait, no, wait. <laughs> oh, I fucked it up. I wouldn't say my... If you think my suit's funny, it's pretty broad comedy. I think you're... Oh, wait, all right. Hang on, come back. Come back. I'm going to insult okay. you again. I'm going to burn you. So here comes a sick burn. Okay. Listen, I wouldn't call your suit a joke, but with those shoulders, it's definitely broad comedy. <laughs> burn! That's closer. That's closer. It's closer. My cam fisted. I wouldn't say you're Jack. Okay, so I would. Their woman would come through the door, and I'd say, "Wait, what was your setup?" I wouldn't say that jacket is a joke. Okay, I wouldn't say that your out your outfit's a joke, but those those tips are pretty broad comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's try it. Very good. I'm gonna call. Make a phone call. Okay. Oh. Now she, by the way, this is you know who this is, right? The, the shrink. Yeah, who she's he's like sort fur. of falling in love with. Okay, so where is it? Where she's the murderer. There's only four people in this movie, Carl. I'm gonna guess the murderer. <laughs> oh, they're about to kiss, and then comes the uh, gal Friday. There, yeah, the gal, and she ruins everything. So this woman, her name, the shrink is Charlotte Manning, and we're now meeting the gal Friday. So there's some catfighting under the scenes. They're like, very nice to meet you, Miss Manning. You know what I mean? So. Right. Okay. Her name's Peggy Castle. And she was, you know, she's born in 27, died in 73. She, she was a model in ma a magazine. She made her first film in 47. She always was playing like the other woman or a gun mall or a murderess or, a, you know, some sort of pro prostitute, a low-life girl. Uh, she was married to this producer, William McGarry. She got a lot of jobs off of that. But yeah, a lot she of just great went jobs. away in 62, and she died of cirrhosis of the liver in 46, at the age of 46. Wow, that's pretty good. She had an apartment on Hollywood Boulevard. So she drank herself to death. Wow. Well, here she is acting in better yeah. times, I guess. Right. This is pre. Pre breakdown. Oh, well, what do we Thanks. know? She might be a drinker. Who knows? Thanks, Carl. Thanks for just bumming me out. <laughs> I can't look at this movie now. She lived on Hollywood Boulevard. Ah, uh, fancy. In a modest apartment. <laughs> That's where uh, the Famosa Bar is, right? Hollywood Boulevard. She died young and beautiful of cirrhosis of the liver. I <laughs> <laughs> say, uh. They say die young and keep a pretty corpse. I'm like, how can I do both at the same time? I mean, first I got to dig up the corpse, make sure it's pretty. <laughs> yeah, what then do you have it on me her? at the time of my death. Right. Can I keep her on ice? <laughs> and I kill myself? He hears something. Somebody's... Um, no, wait, wait. He... I think he got slipped to Mickey just now. Was this whole movie a dream? He just woke up? No. <laughs> oh, Santa Claus. Like, give my regards to Broad Street. Okay, here's Bobo. Right. Bobo Claus. He's in a Santa suit. Yeah, because he, he likes to help the kids. I like to help the kids, oh, George. They sit on my lap. Now, do you recognize his face? Uh. No? Maybe. The yeah. last thing he did is in 1988, but, I mean, he was all over TV. Huh. 
Maybe I'm looking um, at him. I'm thinking of he like, was even on Night Court. Probably where I recognize him from. He was on Bionic Woman, Beretta, Starskid Hutch, SWAT, Ironside. All right, give me that list. I'll tell you if I've ever seen an episode. All right, here's one from Mike Spiegelman. All right. He was in Blackula. Okay, i seen Blackula. He was I, in Rosemary's Baby. Maybe, I don't... All right. You know what it is? It's just the goddamn Star Trek. I saw his face in this episode called Court Martial, and now he's a famous person. He was in Star Trek. That's So that's crazy. So that's the Star Trek. Which, the original series, the movie... Yeah, the original series. He said, prejudice is right. And at the end of the episode, he goes, thank you, Captain, for changing my views. Now we're meeting the other identical twin. And once again, Mike, it begs the question, if that's their thing, why aren't we seeing them together? Well, maybe now, they just hate each other and they don't refuse to be in the same room together. Like the Olsons? Now, um... You can see her nipple on the stage left. It'll it pokes just uh, at certain times when she turns to the left. You see, it's yeah, poking. You see, right? I see. I, yes, I see their nipples. Now it's in three D. <laughs> you think that was in three D? The nipples? No, uh, the my camera. Show? Okay, it went away. You see, it went away. Well, I have closed right? captioning covering up the uh, one of the nipples right now. By the way, when he looked through the viewfinder, she goes, I have a cherry mole or something like that. And she's pretending to be the other. We find out it's one of the sisters pretending to be the other because he identified that mole. Oh, I, oh. Because he's so observant. You know what? The reason why they're not in the same scene together is that they, they would find Hammer so irresistible that it would get really mm -hmm. awkward. They both are kissing him. But in different She's scenes. She's actually doing a ploy to try to trick him again. And he's like, up. Oh, I know it's you. Here's your scratcher, remember? She's like, oh, I'm uh, ew, All right, I'll put it down there. She's scratching the bed bugs. Bites. <laughs> Hammer. I like how he, like, he, I'm wearing a holster. Kind of, like, strap behind his tie. Right. I'm always packing a gun. Yep, I'm packing. I'm packing. I'm a private eye. I'm a former cop. Oh, a former cop. Well, all right. Oh, well. I have two yeah. guns. You play with words. You play with love. But that ain't enough. Baby, <laughs> that ain't enough. Don't you know this song? No. Private Eyes by... Oh, Paul Private Hunt. Eyes. They're watching you. They're watching you, watching you. She was laughing as she pointed the back scratcher to the camera. Yeah. While arching her... 3D! 3D! She was arching backwards while doing that. Oh, here's a 3D funeral for you. So, look, I am smart, you see. I wear glasses. Oh, now I'm an idiot. Dur, 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 dur. Put the glasses on, for Christ's sakes! <laughs> see, she's not just a, a shrink. She's a psychoanalyst. She's a... She has an MD. She's... She can prescribe drugs. She's a real deal. You know, but, uh, and she died of cirrhosis of the liver. <laughs> my father would tease me. He would say, I'm smart. I wear glasses. And then he would take them off and he goes, I'm dumb now. Uh, duh. And I'll say, Dad, Dad, put your glasses on. You're driving. <laughs> 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 
You have to wear glasses while you drive. It's the law. It's the law. There's all, they never get it all. I mean, they kiss, but it's never like, he doesn't, I don't know. At he the doesn't, end, she's like, I'm in love with you. And it doesn't make sense. Why? He's Biff Elliott. Yes. Is that short for Biffinant? It's it's short for Biffawania, where he's from. <laughs> it was an Ellis Island mystery. You're from Biffawania? Your name is a beef. That's why Ellis Island was so cruel. They called it Biffalania. <laughs> oh, here we go. Another kiss. See, they're fake kissing. See? Oh, yeah. Keep your lips together and apart. Listen, we're going to choreographer your kiss. Well, you know, my camera all tongue. So you got to keep your mouth shut. You taste like pussy. What's going on? <laughs> Damn it, I forgot to take a shower before coming home. Baby. It was a French cheese they had at work. <laughs> Honey, is that lipstick on your collar? Oh, you don't smell my breath. You, well, <laughs> oh, yeah. darn. That's, she noticed. Well, that's because you didn't you smell know, my Gladys, breath. You know, Gladys, she's such a clutch. She tripped, you see. We were, I'm on one side of the hall. The next thing you know, it's lip city. <laughs> yeah, right. She tripped and got my love. Okay, now Bobo is going to go find information. And when he does, he's going to be... See, now we, we, we're done with the postcards. Now we have an exterior of Patsy's Barbershop. Like, we can see it through the right. window. This is not a, it, you said exterior, but... It's not even exterior. Is, it's just a shot of it. Uh, now here's an actual exterior. He's like, every time I heard a police siren, I was hopping to my feet. And that's what happened there. I wouldn't say the budget of this movie is low, but the actual production value was six servings of ham and eggs. <laughs> now, here's a dead Bobo. And you know he's dead because the guy had a stethoscope. He's dead, all right. Bobo, R-I-B. R-I-T. R-I-B. R-P. Bobo O-D'd. I'm sorry to tell you, Bobo's dead. He goes, what? But I just berated him and insulted him yesterday. <laughs> he died in his suit. Dead Santa, kids. Don't look. Don't look over here. So Bobo had a Luger in his pocket, a German Luger. And they were saying that, like, that's, he's part of the criminal organization. That's their trademark thing. We give everybody Lugers here. Yeah. Santa Claus like is German. Business. That's the reason why he has a German gun. Mm-hmm. He wasn't Santa Claus. He was... Oh, he, he was, was a killer. Look What's how many the guns he has. Does someone want to Kraut steal? Vice. <laughs> it looks like someone wants to steal Mike Hammer's uh, shoes, so he has two guns on each holster to protect them. Why would you seriously be strapping? Seriously, though, like well, why would you be strapping like all day long, every day? Let's say you you're having a like, cigarette in the office while sitting on the desk of your female secretaries. You want to have some guns, funny too. A lot of smoking. A lot of smoking, right? Well, he was cool. You see the windshield wiper, right? Right. This was pre the time in which you could put the windshield wiper on different speeds. It was just on or off. Look how slow it goes. Right. And it was not really raining that hard. The worst part is he's a kind of a dumbhead. Oh, another uh, postcard. Parkdale College. Parkdale College. Oh, the. There's Park in the name of the 
<clears throat> production company. Uh, let me see here. Huh. Maybe it's their college. What's in my Park camera? Lane Pictures. Oh, Park Lane. What's in I, my... I don't know. Go, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I just want to say he's dumb, but he was driving the rain in his convertible down. <laughs> yeah, the top down. Yeah. Like in Ed Wood. Yeah, right, like in Ed Wood. The first production of Victor Saville's company, Park Lane Pictures. Saville brought to the screen, bought the screen rights for I, the Jury, and another Spillane Mob movie for $230,000. Now, this was 50 I don't know. So things went by 10, I guess. So that's $2 million he paid, I guess. That's a lot of um, and eggs. They produced two additional films based on Spillane, The Long Wait in 54 and Kiss Me Deadly in 55. I've never seen The and Long Wait. big note of fame is Rita Hayworth's Tonight and Every Night in 45. I don't know. Is that a big deal? That uh, Oh, I don't know. I never even heard of those. I mean, I, I've heard of uh, Kiss Me Deadly. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's, Look at him go. Look how fast he's doing that, too. He's taking the gun. He's yeah. framing. I wiped out my fingerprints. I see you up there. I see you. <laughs> oh, no. There's a guy he's, standing he's, outside. He caught me. You can smoke in, in prison. He's pissed off. Yeah, he's like, you had me in the clunk eight days here. What the fuck? <laughs> you get up, you... Thanks for letting me spend the night in jail. He's go. Oh, my camera's getting out of prison. He brought a loaded gun into a prisoner's. Well, yeah, cell. you didn't have. There was no metal detectors back then in the fifties. So you could just walk right in. That's the gun that killed him. See, see? it's wrapped in a towel. Can't you wait till we leave the fucking jail? <laughs> Look, he's gonna shoot his foot. Look, look at this note. See, that proves it. And look at this. His jizz towel. Do you want to know why it's called a jizz towel? Touch it. All right, they're out of here. All right, let's leave the scene. End scene. I swear, the way they talk, their mannerisms, everything, it was a different culture, like a country, like a different... As if we went to a different country today. He's they had a different custom. Okay, you see, we're finding the jewelry. Now, in the book, they're finding the drugs. He right? has a bow tie. I mean, not only do they have hats and, tre- and uh, trench coats for their, over their suits, but this guy has a bow tie. For his... We never think about the bow tie, but, I mean, it used to be you either did one or the other. Yeah. I don't think it was as common, but it was a little bit more common, I guess. All right, so there we go. They're going to showing you the different jewelry, the evidence. They're, they've been appraised. Uh, no, it's not an appraisal or something. It's the uh, forensic show that this is the same gun that killed our guy, and it's the same gun that killed Bobo. And it's like, so I don't know what it means to the plot, but this is the murder weapon. Forensics proves it. He just has a murder weapon lying on his desk. Not this, forensics, though. What is it? Uh, ballistics. Ballistics. Yeah, just Ex- like I said before, it's unrealistic how they trust this guy like a brother. Look, they're, they're having fights and stuff. Look how mad he is. The Ford F-150 just doesn't hold up. What? The Chevy <laughs> Silverado? 
Yeah, right. Car fight. It just tastes great. It's less filling. That's the whole point. It's light. Well, it's important to know that your novelists drink beer. That would explain a few things. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, I mean, that stupid explain joke worked. Yeah, no, it worked this time. <laughs> this one time. So he's he so, uh, oh, this isn't my camera at all. This is the villain. We're, we're my camera. No, it's in... my camera talking to um, the police chief. Equal what to the same one. Oh, Mike, here's my camera sneaking. A kid who took on the way she did. That was no act. I think the same way I talk. Charlotte could tell me. If anyone knew what made men a tick, it was Charlotte. That's the psychoanalyst he's in love yeah. with. Who died of the liver thing. I'm an old spinstress. Jack, get out of my way. Out of my own way, yeah. Unmarried hag. every hour of the night. She's I in the dark room, but she shouldn't be yeah. parsed into. Bart. I'm playing with lubricant in the dark. <laughs> I thought this was a photo lab. No, it's a lube lab. A nocturnal lube lab. Nice picture. It's Ben Grimm. Even before you were the thing, you looked like the thing. Well, that's clobbering time for sure. Look, is, he, is she in... Is that a glove? Oh, what no, she's wearing? Hand, right? Yeah, it's her hand. Her Every weird hand. King's headpiece to the Wait, no, of a Chinese idol. You know how yeah, you can tell when the thing was at peace with himself? What? How? He would say, it's not clobbering time. Right. Ah, oh, the relief. <laughs> <laughs> it's not clobbering time. Hi, Ben. How was work? Oh, it was good. Some clobbering time. Here, sit on the couch. I'll get your chips and a beer, and I'll rub your neck. <laughs> oh, that feels great. Oh, it's, it's not clobbering time. Oh. <laughs> what was her name? She was blind. Yeah, right, right, because she didn't know that he was uh, the thing. She had to be right. blind. She was blind. The only girl to talk to me, Reed. <laughs> Reed's like, well, whatever. At least you get to see her. You need. You deserve love too. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make it. Well, Reed was married to the Invisible Woman, so he didn't see her. Should I take my clothes off or leave them on? Quite frankly, honey, I, I you know, whatever. I mean, <laughs> it's a matter of your comfort. I don't have a horse in that race. You're invisible. Well, she had fabric. The, the fabric disappeared, too. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like she was wearing a Fantastic Four wetsuit walking around and without a head. Well, it's been explained that what she did, like she put out a force, just like, do you remember she used to hold stuff up in right, the air? Right, she, she would fly in the air because of she was invisible. So a beam of light would head towards her. Once it re- reached her shield, it would curve around and go in the path behind her. And so therefore, the naked eye, you know, light just bent around her, never illuminated her. Okay, now, remember the woman who was in the bed who was like I was gonna marry him the guy who got killed 
here she is, back to her old ways, being a dirty, filthy whore. Are they, they, Get out of here, bub. Where, where are they eating? Time. Are they eating in an Italian restaurant? Uh, I don't know the answer. They're, they're supposed to have shot glasses in front of them. Well, I do see there's like a bottle of Tabasco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess you could order. Uh, I'll ask. Let me ask the guy. All right. Uh, Maitre D. What do you want? <laughs> so do, do you have a menu? You do, do you have a kitchen here? Did you? you eat what we feed you. Dobson's Choice. Oh, oh, I'm so drunk. I'm, 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 I'm pretending that I'm recovering from heroin. <laughs> oh, She'll she's, she's right. diamond. She's jewelry sick. She hasn't had the jewelry. <laughs> Has the jewelry been delivered? She needs her jewelry. This jewelry was radioactive and it was around her neck all night. Oh, she's mighty sick. Oh, Mike, Mike, another yeah. nipple chance is coming. Okay, all right, Thank I'm putting on my glasses. <laughs> 3D glasses. Get my 3D glasses ready. Tell me she's going to be okay, Doc. (laughs) Mike Hammer, she's not going to be okay. She's going to die. Mike Hammer, stop looking at my nipples. (laughs) Let's hear what she's saying. It's so dramatic. Suddenly something should happen. You're lost. Yeah. Very lost. You can't talk to me like that. But I okay, just it's did. Coming. It's there it is. There it is. See it? See it? Yeah. There's both of them. <laughs> oh, really she turned focused. around. Oh, I, oh. I, I had to sway my oh. head. Jack. There they are. The only good thing about it being on, you know, YouTube is you can rewind and see this scene over and over again. Yeah. Windows Movie Maker. Oh, so you can make a GIF of uh, her moving around. <laughs> well. Yeah, when she initially opened the those that mirrored glass, you heard that streak noise as as it as it you know her boob uh, scraped the the glass. What's she doing? She's in a medicine cabinet, and the camera's yeah. in the other way. Uh huh. And she's gonna kill this bitch with what aspirin? I don't remember. Well, there she's, she's sleeping. Not, oh, excuse me. She's not going to kill her. Excuse me. Excuse me. What she has is sodium pentothal, and she uses it to help hypnotize people. So she's going to um, ask questions. She's going to be very frustrated. When she doesn't get the answers, we should definitely listen, Mike. Tell me. I don't know. God damn it. I wasted a shot on you. Ow. It's, yeah. See, it's sodium pentothal, and she's going to tell the truth that she doesn't know. It's like a waste of a our, shot. Our shrink is practically going to have a breakdown. Listen to me, stupid. Stupid, are you listening? <laughs> Come in, stupid. Nod your listen. stupid head, yes. Phyllis Stiller want to be. Go ahead, turn it up, turn it up. All right, all right. What was it he said? Did Jack say anything? Did he? <laughs> You must trust he me. He said less filling. You can confide in me. Less filling. You must help me. She gets so what frustrated. Said. I'm acting. We're both acting. Murder. Murder. Oh, slap. Ouch. Hello, Bill. All right. Sodium pentothal and hypnotism didn't work. She, she just slap him. Thank you. 
Better come back, Mike. Why'd you do that? Truthfully, that was really bad of you. So what's happening here is Mike calls the office and says, you better come down here right away. And then gives him like a keyword that lets him know that two goons have a red gunpoint. Oh. And he goes, wait a minute. She gave me the two goons at gunpoint sign. Come back, Mike Hammer. We got a five-star review at Yelp. All right, you got it, Dave. A five-star review at Yelp. That doesn't sound like, wait a minute. Wait a second. There's your joke, Mike Hammer, Yelp review. I was thinking that the next theme song should be the initials. Oh, you know what? I'll play you the song on air, but I would love if you like kind of mimic a uh, a techno song from a group called LFO. And the way okay. the song goes, it goes L. Da, 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 F. Da, 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 O. Da, da. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, so you do it for every letter. So we go okay, L. Okay, I'll do it. Da, 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 W. And just do the whole thing. And you don't have to do the actual song, but if it sounds like stupid rinky t- techno, there's more mm-hmm. the better, I'm sure. It's a, it's a classic song. Don't get me wrong. It's it's one of the classics of Acid House, but uh, yeah, they they do it by the initials. I'll go L W A F. I'll have to listen to the song. I'll figure it out. Yeah. Okay, so this guy's Mr. Big, but he's not. He's hiding who's Mr. Big. He looks like the guy from uh, Magnum P.I. Oh, yeah, the I'm the Snooty Butler kind of guy. William Daniels, the voice of Kit. Right. With his little mustache. Yeah, a little mustache. I look like Bruno uh, Kirby, because, but this is 1953. Just because I have information, I'm just going to tell you some stuff boring okay uh the score is by a guy named franz waxman who cares you can't get him on itunes you can get l-w-a-s-l-m-o-y-t on itunes you can't l-w-a-f-m-o-y-t l-o-w-a-f-m-o-y-t you know you could get i at l-w-a-f-l-o-t um, 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 it was filmed in Los Angeles. Oh, what a surprise. It was supposed to be New York Oval. City, though. They've been showing postcards, and it's Christmas, and it's like sunny out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was filmed in West Hollywood, California, at their studios, Goldwyn Studios. They do have the L.A. Bradbury building. I don't know. That's supposed to be a big deal. Do you know it? Yeah, not a hand. Zero establishing shots. By the way, they oh they're trying to whoever pushes the other guy off of the off of the stairs wins. Oh, they got a big fight on the stairs. This is when I take the elevator when my, my neighbors are fighting the staircase. This is I can just see you put on the Star Wars music. Right. Oh no, he's gonna fall down the stairs. Look at the, oh, see how the hat fell? Yeah. Good director. Good director. Oh. The actor says, cut my hat. (laughs) Hammer's hammering back. It is hammer time. Go Biff. I'm I'm voting Biff here. 
I like how this Whack. stir. Oh, he goes over. If if he yeah, throws somebody guy. over the staircase, is it going to throw it at the camera in 3D? Right. Well, the east staircase landing is like a mini boxing ring. Well, I got to tell you, Mike, they waste their opportunity. Nobody goes over. Oh, they don't. And Right. Isn't that stupid? That's 100% dumb. I mean... It's a 3D you movie. You set us all up this. to see the fall. Wait, wait, what? he's like, oh, my hand, that's what it is. He's twisting his hand. Oh. See, he doesn't, nobody gets flipped over. Right. And he's got one gun for six goons. Was it? Um, uh, we won't rewind it, but basically Hammer's one, and she, and the woman behind her, her is so, she's like, hmm, to the guy. So there. <laughs> My man came and he straightened you out. <laughs> you know, she had she swung her head back and forth like as if she was from the Bronx nowadays. Oh yeah. With the, where where the Hulk lives? No, the thing. Well, the thing was from he, he it was Clancy it was Manhattan at the Baxter Building where it's the Clancy Street Gang. I'm not sure where Ben was from. I don't think it was from the streets of Clint. Okay, here is our shrink, and she's all upset. Right. And the thing is, uh, maybe we could listen for a second. Okay. I'm crazy, and I should know, because I am a therapist. I didn't think it she might was mean any that condition. that woman died. I don't even know how she managed to get dressed again. Oh, that's right. She wanders off. Uh, really, people went and grabbed her. Uh, but it's. I think it's not true. I think that the the shrink lady is not all she's cracked up to be. Look at that old computer. Yeah, that's uh, called a typewriter, Carl. Oh, what? It's an electronic. The it's an auto-generated who, one. That's one that's a teletype. Isn't that a guy who texts all the time? Well, the worst was when they the smiley face uh, button. Look at uh, those dead body. Great, um, great cars, man. Cop cars and everything. Yeah. They look like they moonlight as uh, cab cars. You like, see, it says police, just so everybody knows. Right. I'm I dumb. still wave it down. It says police NY. I mean, this is supposed to be New York City. Um, one time when my kid, my oldest kid, was little, little, little guy. He, he wrote on a block. He was doing like a house, and he wrote on a block, P-L-S. Uh-huh. And he put it like as the sign of his little block thing. And I was like, what does that say, Ryan? And he said, police, police, P-L-F, police, police. He's a little kid, you know. Right. And then the cops showed up and arrested you. <laughs> I think it was like 2008, which would make, it can't be. He was like a little, little baby. Anyway, back to our story. Well, he's twitching um, and he's yelling at somebody right now. Well, the cop is saying that you had her you had her killed because you meddled. You interfered and it's you doing our job and people are paying the consequence. And you're an egomaniac or just uh I am an egomaniac. <laughs> you know, now if you ever want to start an this. argument, never say to somebody you're an egomaniac. They'll disagree. This is called the dark night of the soul in a movie he's about to be educated about something and launch into his act three hero sees the way right now he's having the you know someone's died and 
people are down on him, and it's your fault, and now he'll become educated. What is he, are we listening to the voiceover? It's, what is his inner monologue? It was psychoanalysis. I guess, yeah. There could be only one boss, and it was decided with a gun. Oh, yeah. The new Mr. Big is now boss. ready to Guess win. who? You guess. Uh, it's going to be uh, the psychiatrist. That's correct. It's, that's right. It's her. I know because I was watching this movie and I thought maybe it's the psychiatrist. <laughs> it's very good, Bobo. Very good. <laughs> Bobo die now. Bobo nap time now. <laughs> Bobo take nap, dirt nap. <laughs> Bobo, don't take a dirt nap. Bobo take dirt nap. <laughs> no, no, Bobo. Bobo do as told. No! Bobo. Oh, no. Psychiatrist, nice lady. She say dirt nap good. <laughs> I like how he breaks into the house of a psychiatrist and then sits down in, his, in her waiting room. <laughs> Drinks her liquor cabinet. They always had a liquor cabinet, right? <laughs> yeah, they always do. Even, even in their office, she had a, a liquor cabinet in the waiting room of their psychiatrist's office. Yeah. It could be the plot like, we're running out of money. We have... We're writing bad checks. You know, we've got nothing. Would you care for a cigarette? How about a cognac? I've got, <laughs> you know, why don't you flip that liquor cabinet and make a little money? That's a good idea. Like, because people are going, like, if you can sell pills, mm-hmm. you can sell alcohol, too. So he's been waiting in her office with a gun. He's, she's, he's right now, he's like, I know you're the jewelry, thief, you know, heist. Person. Okay, so the other thing that the uh, ratings people, Motion Picture Association of America did, was they said, you can't just kill the psychiatrist. That's fucked up. You know? Because the whole thing in the book was Mike Hammer wanted revenge. And right. in the book, he says, I didn't care she was a dame. And he kills her. So they, this guy's they, supposed to be a hero, by the way. He's no hero. He's Mike Hammer. He's a total dick. <laughs> That's the point of my camera. He's an asshole. It's like what hammer means. Someone's dick or something. Hammer? I don't even know her. <laughs> I don't know what the good. verb ham is. To ham. Very good. Okay, so I have to go. I'm All right. not going to leave you. I'm going to. I'm just saying I have to leave the room. So I'm leaving the movie. Okay. And I know that. People you tell just you tell me when they're. <laughs> He's going to kill her, but you just tell me when they're hugging. All right. Well, it's probably after, knowing my camera is probably after he kills her. No, sir. <laughs> well, he's got a gun. He's sitting on a couch. And he, I like how casual he is. He has his arm around the couch while holding a gun on the, you know, on the other yeah. hand. Just another day. Just another. What if I get Kaz? Well, they're confessing right now. Can you hear the movie? Okay. There we go. You cut yourself into the ring because of what you knew, and then you try to get kinds to help you take it over. Jesus, he gets paid by the word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the sound of my own voice, that's all. Elaine, I want 500 words by Friday. <laughs> okay. So you get yourself knee deep in the racket, eh? Spillane, I want 500 words by Friday. Okay, boss. Well, I can give you the words right now. No, you idiot on paper. 
handing her over to you so you could find out what Jack may have told him. The great thing about being in a, a Mike Hammer movie as a co-host is that you don't get to talk. <laughs> That's right. It's not hard to... It's easy to remember your lines. Uh-huh. Because you'd be well, like, you'll kill somebody, and instead of confessing, Mike Hammer will show up with a gun saying, you killed her. You killed her by injecting poison into her food. Well, I... I yeah. Then you... Okay. So I'm going to dictate your confession to you. <laughs> I'm going to talk slower than usual because we only have 78 minutes so far into the movie. If you like the hard-boiled dialogue of a Mickey Spillane novel, you'll love sitting in a movie theater with glasses in your hand and listening to a guy recite them. Some 3D movie. The guy talks to the whole fucking film. The 3D was sound, then it would be like a treat. What would 3D sound be? Like Echo? It would be like that little funny robot that flies up to the THX logo and starts drilling around. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, I guess maybe it would be sense around, right? You'd... Surround sound? Surround sound, yeah. Sense, sense around is when the usher comes and tickles you in all directions. Yes, uh, well, surround sound. This way, when you hear like, yeah, you could do it, Rocky, like from the behind the seats, you're like, whoa, that's great sound. <laughs> hey, wait a second. What's happening on the screen? Is, are she's, they hugging? Oh, no, she just she hugged as he fell. Yeah. Okay, so what happened there, there was, was she re reached for a gun, okay? Fair and enough. The people who do ratings, the AA, American Association, whatever, the movie people, uh -huh. they said, you can't just kill that woman in cold blood. Make it so that she was going to kill you, so you did it in self-defense. Well, he reached into the plant for a knife. Oh, wait, there we go, the end, Park Lane picture. Yeah. Yeah, so how does he get, so she deserved it is what they wanted to say. They wanted to say, yeah. She, it's like she earned it by, it was self-defense. She didn't earn it because she killed your friend and you wanted to be the jury. Although that's the name of the thing. <laughs> Instead. Eyeball the jury. <laughs> wow. It was one angry man. So did he poison title. her or did he shoot her at the end? He shot her. Shot her he in shot the chest after the woman to death, yeah. Well, yeah, that's kind of gratuitous. I say that's not cool. That's not cool. It's kind of creepy, you know? Mm-hmm. Getting a hug in right before you kill somebody. So while Car well, I hope you guys enjoyed it. That was a Mike Mike Hammer's first uh, picture film. Uh, I the jury, I comma the jury. Uh, next week's film is directed by the guy who did Robot Monster. Uh, hang yeah. on a second, I got to remember what it is. Uh, Robot Monster. Oh, the oh, yeah. guy who did it. Okay. Oh, hang on a second. Why don't I do that? Carl, uh, where can people find you? Wait, are you, you're not going to play a, um, people can find me. I will be in Asbury Park at this gallery opening on the 28th, and then I will be on the 29th, which is a Sunday, not the greatest night, at that youth hostel again. So go to Carl.Sucks. Carl.Sucks. Do people go there? 
see, I don't know. I don't have a thing for statistics, but I'm fairly confident with my YouTube hits of seven that I'm not <laughs> getting a lot of traffic. <laughs> Where can people see you? Hey, come to my house because <laughs> I'm accessible. All right, so I think I think I found the movie. I'm, uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, this movie is. Uh, that sounds like a rap movie. No, it's. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, are you a fan of Lenny Bruce? I know that I should be. Okay. I I have heard his routines in my life, but I I never really gave him the time he deserves for who he is and what he opened up. Well, I saw that movie once with Hoffman. Lenny. Yeah, that's not exactly like going to school, right? I right. I probably YouTube him. Well, he uh, he made a movie in 1953, the same year as uh, I, the jury. And uh, it's called Dance Hall Racket. And he wrote it. He didn't direct it. The director was the same guy who did Robot Monster, which I, mis- uh-huh. I was had brought up earlier by mistake. But this film is called Dance Hall Racket. And Lenny Bruce... Wrote it, and he plays a thug, one of the one of the guys at the dance hall, and his wife, the famous uh, uh, stripper, is in there. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and play the trailer. I'm going to have to read you the words because it's one of those trailers that uh, have uh, you know words and an imagery while music plays. Oh, I see. Okay. Usually, like fifty beautiful girls in a shame shanty where lonely, thrill-seeking men are victims of. Gingivitis. Dance hall racket. So they're they're dancing to this crazy hit music while people are snapping their fingers behind them. Guys in the bat two seats, pretty crazy. How far can a girl go? Dot 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 and remain decent question mark dot 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 dot. Oh here's a, dot, a scene. This guy's passed out as he's going into his wallet. You know, for a while I thought you were different from the rest of these crumbs. But you're not. You're all the same. Hey, that's a pretty sharp dress. That's Lenny Bruce. Take it? <laughs> I'm a riot, huh? Lenny! Uh, yelling for your boyfriend, huh? I'll give you something to show him. Lenny! No, he's going to burn a cigarette on her. Uh-oh, Lenny sees it. He's going over there. Ouch. Oh! Man, you should see this fight scene, Carl. Whew, brutal. Lois, I'll see how long have you worked soon for enough. me? Three years. Have I been nice to you? Sure. Sure. Well, he just smacked the girl. Well, why don't you be nice to me? Hey, what was that for? Smacked the girl, not really? following the yeah. rules. What you rule did I break? When you make a score... Listen, well, he keeps talking, too. The house gets 40. I know that. I know you know. Oh, he's threatening. I didn't see any money. This is a I real dance hall racket. Oh, man. Hey, Carl, can I just tell you honestly? Yeah. Yeah. We should wait till next week to watch more of this because uh, yeah. I don't think I could sit through it right now. <laughs> really? Because yeah, it's uh, pretty shoddy. Okay. But it's Lenny so, Bruce. Lenny Bruce uh, had a famous animated short, which I didn't check if it was online. But this is uh, more of a uh, full-length movie that he did, Dance Hall Racket with his wife. And it's a he, full-length movie. Yeah, maybe like On an YouTube? hour. What's that? On YouTube. Yeah, and we're gonna with listen to it next week. Mike Spiegelman and Carl. <laughs> this 
this is your show. You always throw it at Carl. It's this is my this is you pick the movies. We see, really, we, this is your baby. This is like podcast. Well, I, I can't do the show without you, Carl. So, I mean, you're technically... Well, you know, uh, we got to thank uh, MutinyRadio.fm, uh, where yeah. we broadcast live oh, from. And if you so want they, to support the station, go to MutinyRadio.fm. It will take you to a website called PCRCollective.org. Click the Donate button, and that will take you to donate. the PayPal and donate $5. Yeah. And... Uh, pick up a flyer. You can't miss it. It's the one that says L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T with Michael Spagegelvin. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I, you texted me the photo. It's Spagegelman? It's it's S- my name it's- is spelled S-P-I-E-G-E-L-M-A-N, and it's S-P-E-G-I-G-A-L-M-A-N. But Gig is in there. I love it. I think it's funny. I love it. I'm absolutely thrilled. I, I pass uh, out flyers. I get rid of flyers all as fast as I can around the city. I put them on buses and, and uh, laundromats. So. Social media that. Mike, give the guy Yeah, maybe I just sat. I told her. I was like, my name is Mike Spick Gagelman. And she said, great, thank you. We're definitely doing that movie. Yeah, we're doing Dance Hall Racket next week. Okay. With Lenny Bruce. For 1953. Thank you, Carl, so much. Thank you. Thank you. Been a a pleasure. Have a safe drive. Thank you, everyone. Have safe drives. We'll see you next episode. We're getting close to our 100th episode. Wow. Yeah. This might be it. I don't remember. I I lost count. (laughs) I'll check. This might be it. So we'll retroactively celebrate. Yeah. What what a racket here. If not, it's coming up. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Bye, Carl. Bye. Bye. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. It's been Tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. 
From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Hey everybody, listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.Evan. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground Comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere fun. every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) Well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. 
And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base 10 times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join thegreenarmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Barn Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, We've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot a bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Coming at these bitches and all these snitches hitting switches going back to riches. Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. I love their their variety of cheese and home decor items uh, and this of unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane. 
I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121. In You're listening to Mutiny Radio.fm.
You're listening to MutinyRadio.fm. I am David Stolowitz. We are getting sketchy here in the Mission District at 2781 21st in Florida. Come on down every Sunday for free. No, that's not true. Okay, $5 workshop time. It's still very reasonable compared to how much most people charge for workshops. And uh, the, the saying in the business, or if not all businesses, is those who can do and those who can't teach. I wouldn't say that's necessarily true. I would say those who can do pretty well but need to refine their process by helping other people for a change can teach. So come on over. Help me practice. Become a better comedian. Who knows? Maybe you'll do it too in the process. All arts welcome. Sketch, improv, stand-up, storytelling. No mimes, though. Those people are just scary. Stay tuned for more Chill Hop. and beyond underground comics. It's a great showcase. They have a fun time at Pam Tastic, deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for me five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I used to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitable. But if you can't make it to Music Random, well, don't even worry. No friend at all. You can simply download the podcast post show and giggle in the comfort of anyone. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak killing So all you gotta do is just go to podcasts.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's our cash cock, honey. <laughs> yeah. 